the party traveled north to the Bolotat holding facility. On the way, Kodagog asked Yevon why he tried to talk instead of just fight. Once they arrived at the HQ, Yevon waited outside as Grana and Kormith transferred their prisoner. While he was outside, he was attacked by goblins, but aided by the appearance of Liero, newly trained. The party invited her to go with them to the black market of Gresby to pick up some gear, then said farewell to make their way to the Bolotot HQ. While Castlin was treated, Gronley informed them that they had located Tenon Ironsides, the last remaining dwarf to find. He was being kept by a single guard near Hufferfilm. The four, aware of their time constraints, immediately left for the woodland town. Koromith yeeted his new cursed sword into the woods, and they arrived without issue. Diero told them where suspicious characters had been hiding out, and when they arrived, they found a devil in wait, who offered them a deal in exchange for Tenon. So the four of you are in that early inn that you were in many, many months ago with the very strange innkeeper. Did we decide to leave that cave already? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think the consensus last time was that we would leave to discuss. Discuss. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you are, are sitting in this inn. You've each got, you know, an ale maybe some food and you're you're talking about the decision to be made i'd rather go down swinging yeah coromith we know we know how uh adamant you are in your position here goby how how do you feel what's what's your take i don't like to make deals with devils but perhaps there is a third option here well i i don't necessarily want to make a deal with her either but i don't want to i couldn't live with myself if the entire world became werewolves and werebores through something of my own fault i mean my my own village is already still suffering from the waking scourge so i i couldn't live with i couldn't live with myself if i was the reason more people had to endure illness i agree i am personally not uh, in favor of a situation in which the townspeople are turned into uh, lycanthropes. That's um, not great. I also don't particularly want to sell my soul to a devil. I don't find that option particularly appealing either. So how can we... How can we keep the townspeople safe, and keep our souls. The first thing that comes to mind, at least to me, is the fact that this town is relatively small, all things considered, and we do know the mayor and have some pull here. Could we not evacuate everyone from the town and then go back and fight? That could probably stave off a lot of... Immediate harm, uh, so long as we me, work fast. Uh, even give me an uh, arcana or religion check. Arcana or religion. Am I better? I am not better at either of those things, so it's an equivalent roll either way. That's an eight plus a three is eleven. Eleven? 
you you don't know how, but even with sort of a basic idea of, uh, you know, you've used magic, you know that it would be pretty hard to spread something like that unless they had some sort of medium to do it through, you know, something that they could easily uh, cause it with. Oh, interesting. Hmm. This, so, so this type of magic, being able to turn an entire town into a pack of lycanthropes is, is too powerful for even a devil to just cast and happen all at once. So they must have a way to, uh, they must have a way to spread this. So I... would be how? Something in the air or water? It could, it could be in the water, although, and I, I lean in and kind of lower my voice. Uh, the last time we were here, I'm pretty sure that I saw the, uh, the barkeep doing some drugs. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh. All of you can. <laughs> I, I got a six. I didn't see it, so I'm going to pass. 18 plus. Uh, no, no, no. What do you mean? 20. This is not I a perception. anybody doing drugs. No, this well, is not well, for that. This is for something right. else. Perception uh, for right now. Oh, gotcha. Uh, 16. I got 20. 20? Okay. Grana and Koromis, from like the, the front where the bar is, you hear a... <laughs> Just a big old sniff. Is hang on. I, I think we might have a listener. Is someone there? Show yourself. Uh, no, you ju- you just hear the the a bunch of sniffing right up by the barkeep. Yeah, the telltale sounds of some sort of powder uh, drug so, oh, going okay. into someone's okay. nose. <laughs> that was me. <laughs> okay. Um. Hmm. But even wow. was too focused on his theory, ironically, to hear it. Um, hmm. oh God, <laughs> I'm really tempted to do something, but I don't know if it's in character. <sighs> Hold up. We, Go ahead. We have, we have quite a bit of money. What if we just bought the town's supply of drugs and, <laughs> and threw it away? Or kept it for ourselves, you know, whichever we prefer. <laughs> um, <laughs> Can I roll I'm, anything, I'm, like an insight check or something, to see if that would be feasible? Uh, <laughs> let me even think, because I, mean, I wasn't I have, expecting you to offer to buy all of the drugs I, Even I have an idea. Since you're so good at um, questioning and persuasion, why don't you go up to the barkeep and see where we could score some of that? Sweet, sweet cocaine. Some of that sweet, sweet fantasy and, drug. And, oh, and this is a, a fantasy world. It's called, it's called magic dust. Magic it's dust. Magic, oh, dust. <laughs> magic cocaine. Which is super oh. enchanted and magical. Um, yeah, maybe we can find out who their supplier is. I, I don't want to think the barkeep is in on this conspiracy. I also find it fairly unlikely that the townspeople would just be purchasing drugs from imps and demons. So I suspect that there's an individual behind this that they're using as a front, or they've got some pretty good illusory magic, both of which seem pretty likely to me. But I'm totally down to go uh, question this barkeep. 
Okay, so you're going over to talk to this barkeep. I am going to go over to talk to this barkeep. So I'm going to, I don't know, I'm just going to like kind of saunter up to the bar and I'm going to, you know, flag down the the barkeep and say, hey, uh, I passed through this town a a while back and kind of seemed like a quaint little place and I'm on vacation now and um, I'm looking to have a good time and I give him a, a nice wink. Well, this is the best inn in town for fun. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you don't say. Um, what kind of what kind of fun are we talking about here? Well, we've got booze. We've got sleeping. Uh, we, we've got other things. <laughs> we, oh, we've got other things. I'm looking oh, for something. I'm going to ask about the sleeping. <laughs> oh no, 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 no. I'm. Um, Personally, uh, a bit more interested in, in something a little more exciting than booze and sleeping. Hey, what's more exciting than being well-rested? Just kidding, there's other things. <laughs> it's a short list. Uh, do you know who I could talk to if I wanted to have a good time? And I would like to roll some persuasion here in order to uh, convince them to give up this. Also, I am a folk hero. Does that change how my uh, interaction with this barkeep goes? I don't think so. Well, they treat you hospitably. Cool. That's what folk hero does. Generally, Um, people are nice to me. I appreciate that. Which is, you know, always, always nice. Uh, So persuasion? Yes. Yes. Oof. Well, I got a seven. Plus seven is 14. Well, I mean, that's better than their insight. Because they rolled a seven, and they do not have a plus seven. Hey, nice. Uh, So they, like, lean out of the bar and, like, look to the left, look to the right, but really fast. Like, they wouldn't have been able to see anyone. (laughs) And they, they, like, uh, indicate with their finger for you to, like, lean closer. Okay, I, I... Lean in as close as I can. And they go, well, you know, if you're interested in something a little more uh, uh, aerial, then uh, there's uh, there's this short guy just outside of town who uh, wears a big hood uh, and has a has a lot of folks, I think, that uh, he works with. But he he gets all of the uh, magic dust in town to our, our townsfolk. He's just, uh, if you go, they, they take out a little map and they draw uh, a couple of landmarks. If you go a little bit west of town, there's a big tree, and then there's another tree that's split in half, and then there's a big warehouse. That's where you'll oh, find oh, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, uh, I slip the barkeep of gold and say, thanks, I'm, uh, I'm sure I'll be back later and, uh, no, so maybe we could have a good time together. He goes, let me know if you uh, want any booze or rest. <laughs> and they wink. I wink back and I wow. head back to the group. The two wares of the <laughs> Huffer film. <laughs> Ale and sleep. <laughs> you know, there's something that's really nice about just lying down. <laughs> yep, that's true. I come back to the group and I uh, I give them all the skinny and then uh, maybe we... Uh, hey, uh, hey, Vinny, I think uh, maybe we should head out to the outskirts and uh, check out this warehouse. 
even? Is something wrong with you? <laughs> no, I just, uh, you know, kind of felt this uh, noir vibe going on. So I slipped into this accent. I don't know. <laughs> Must I be a southern thing. Exactly what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I pat Gobi on the back and I say, uh, hey, keep working on that. It's coming along. Thanks. So you got this uh, this thing. Uh, do y'all want to go ahead and roll uh, just immediately a, an insight check? Yeah. Insight. Uh, I got a 12 plus 8 is a 20. I got an 11 plus 0. That's 11. I got 9 plus 5 is 14. Okay. Grana and Koromith, you, you can't really see this thing. You know, it's sort of like flailing about. It's sort of like... <laughs> But Gobi and Yevon notice that uh, even though it is well disguised, this is definitely something that's holding like prosthetic hands and is wearing a big prosthetic nose that sticks out of the hood a little bit. Okay. They're hiding themselves. Some interesting uh, prosthetics there you got. Uh, this thing, sorry, as it's, uh, as Gobi has, it goes, hey, hey, uh, what's up, you, uh, you looking for some, some dust? (laughs) Uh, listen, I'll give you a discount. (laughs) That was, that was easy. Not quite, Uh, not quite. We want to know where the dust comes from. Uh, uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. Uh, 15. 15, uh, they look sketchily over at the open door and they go, uh, I don't know, a guy sends it to me. <laughs> okay, um, I'm <laughs> guessing I you would, work. Do you, <laughs> hang on, do you work at the Magic Dust Factory? Is that what this building is? What, what, what? I'll get, hey, okay, I pull out a Werther's original and I say, I'll give you this if you tell me the truth. Go ahead and roll a, a persuasion check. <laughs> That's fair. Um, 14. Oh, Werther's not... It's not a Werther's new, is it? No, it's one of the classic hard candy types. Reader's Digest era. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Reader's Digest, now that... That was a a tempting era of of Werther's. Um, Well, uh, yeah, you know, I'll I'll take it. Uh, Hand it over. I do. You like put it in their their hand. Their hand doesn't really like move around it. Uh, they just sort of like toss it into their robe uh, and go, mmm, delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they go, well, yeah, uh, this is um, this is uh, a, a place that maybe some magic dust comes out of sometimes, but you can't go inside. You know, there's it's a very delicate operation. You wouldn't you wouldn't want to ruin the dust. All right, I'm done with this. Um, I'm going to grab him by the throat. Uh, Cormie's going to grab him by the throat, bring him in close. I don't want maybe, he says whisperly. Um, <laughs> he says whisperly. Yep. Um, that cross. I want you to tell me what's going on here, and I want you to get us in here. And I'm going to roll intimidation. That's okay. going to be a 19. 
you feel this thing try and like do a gulp, but you're grabbing it by the throat so it can't fully. Um, and Cormith, as you like pick this thing up and are threatening it, uh, you sort of like jostle it around a little bit and its hood falls down and it's just an imp wearing a prosthetic nose. Oh my God. I'm going to use my other hand, take that prosthetic nose right off. You pull it back and snap it on their face like oh, a... No, <laughs> no like if I want to do harm, I will smack them or I will kill them. It will be one of the two. But you will not do a nose crime. Won't do a nose crime. That's fair. Um, That's fair. They go, yes, yes, going yes. on? <laughs> yes, this is where the magic dust is coming out of. And I want you to get us in here. Can you get in that door? Well, yes, but I don't think you'll like what you find inside. <laughs> Let me worry about that. I'm going to throw him to the ground. Um, <laughs> so, take two falling damage. <laughs> so, is, like, uh, is this is this imp humanoid? Also, uh, are all imps evil? All imps are from hell. Okay. Okay. Yeah. There's. I mean. There's. There's no way that this, this isn't imp like is not. This, this isn't like a casual imp. Like there's a reason that he was in disguise. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you should feel any sympathy for the imp. Okay. Because I'm sympathy. 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 Yeah, uh, Cormith, you you throw this thing to the ground and it goes, sort of straightens up. You see it sort of like flexing its little tiny imp wings uh, underneath its coat. And it goes, fine, we can all go in together. And it opens up the door uh, so that you all can can walk in. Oh yeah, it's Imp City, baby. Yo, tar- target practice. <laughs> uh, as you uh, as you all walk in, uh, there's sort of this like hustle and bustle of like a, a drug warehouse, uh, and then they all sort of like slowly stop. Uh, they're all sitting at their like little tables with their tiny drug glasses on, and they like turn and look at you. Uh, and one of them goes, uh, who are they? <laughs> I, uh, I, I lean down to the imp that, uh, took us in here and I'm like, you got anything to say to that, bud? I'd like to make an intimidation check. Go for it. We are your mommies and daddies now. <laughs> yeah, they're four, they're four foot seven even. Man, he's really, uh, intimidated with his loot. <laughs> <laughs> L-U-T loot. I'm not. I'm not that short. He's not that short. <laughs> no, I'm shorter oh, than that. For you, for you. Uh, I got a 19 plus five is 24. That's actually super tight. Nice roll, dude. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, this thing goes. Ah, uh, these are our uh, latest customers. I think they didn't really tell me who they were. They just sort of threw me on the ground. Uh, here, let me give you a tour of our operations. Uh, uh, follow me. So they they lead you in. Um, I'm up against the wall, and okay. I'm staying there. Okay, yeah. Uh, they walk in, and they go, this is where we make the drugs. <laughs> I see. Here's where we powder the, the fairy, bu- the magic source. <laughs> Thank you for making that happy tree, whoever did that. Uh, this is... <laughs> This is where we package, where, where we begin to package and ship it. And uh, over here is, uh, uh, is nothing. Uh, they're going to roll a what is, sleight of hand. 
a sleight of hand? Yeah, they rolled a critical failure. Oh, nice. I was going to say, can I contest that? Yeah, go ahead. See With you what? With insight. I didn't get a nat one. I got an 18 plus eight. This is 26. 26. Okay. This, this imp tries to like push a bunch of books off of this table as stealthily as possible, which is not at all. They're basically like, yeah, and over here is shove. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I grab one. I want to grab one of the books as it's falling off the table and take a look at what, what it is. Yeah. You open it up and it's uh, a spell book for imbuing powder with uh, curses. Oh, uh, another okay. one is for lycanthropy. Okay. I, I'm, I'm going to take the opportunity to like shuffle along the wall down to the side that they're on. Okay. <laughs> seems, uh, seems pretty smart. Uh, <clears throat> I'll take that. And they, they try and snatch it, uh, that book back from you. I just, I give it back. I don't, I've seen all I need to see. <laughs> uh, they throw it into a fire in the corner. <laughs> oh, lovely. You know, now, now just tell me, how's your memory? Breeze. What? How's your memory? Oh, you just well. burned away all those lovely spells. Oh, not uh, no. That's just that's just our toilet reeds. Those are your toilet reeds. Yes, yeah, I see. Not I see. Why you do know, you use cattails to like? subscription? But then we switched to like in three B books, which is a word I can <laughs> definitely say. Why, why do you why do you use cattails to wipe your bottoms? It seems bad i don't know well you know we're we're from hell what standards do we have <laughs> uh fair enough so um what i'm seeing here is uh that you are trying to curse this uh magic dust that you're supplying to the town C- curse curse is such a a powerful word. I was going to say, either way, this factory is just not up to code. You have, uh, you're imbuing this dust. Hey, uh, hey, Cormie, you got, you got any friends down at the FDA? And you have a burning fire right yeah, here yeah, in the middle of the factory. <laughs> Gron, Gron pulling an OSHA on us. Like, she really, like, getting pissed off for, like, ladders that are overextended and front-end loaders that are used for pallets that are, like, two tiers too high. Like, what the fuck? I'm sure they have all kinds of, like, just open flames and just, like, things that are just laying around that are inherently dangerous. I'm sure they got blocked gutters. Just open barrel fires in the corners of the building, apparently. (laughs) These are all all fires. Oh, good. That should be easy to exploit. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, I don't know, Grana. Have we we seen enough? We've seen enough. Should we uh, burn it to the ground? Oh. Hey, uh, hey, Coromit, you want to burn it to the ground? I would, damn it, before you called me out, I was going to grab this imp that's in between me and Gobi and eliminate them. I'm do it. Sure you yeah, do, do it. There's still time. Do that as I'm, an answer. <laughs> I'm going to grab this imp between Gobi and I, and I'm going to eliminate him. All right, uh, roll, a, roll a dexterity check real quick for me. Because you got to be, this thing has a chance to escape. Okay, uh, that is a 14. Cool. It got a six. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, are you? How are you? Just dis- tell me how you destroy this imp, my friend. I am going to grab it with my left hand because Cormeet is right-handed. I'm going to reach back and get the one hand axe I still have. And I'm going to whip it into its throat. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a hit. 
Uh, uh, let's see. Hand axe is. Oh, hang on. Action. I would be surprised if you uh, I get a 27 to hit. Uh, yeah, it hits. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I actually you you know what? crush this thing. <laughs> let me check. Let me check something real quick that I might need to real quick edit this room and this encounter for. <laughs> it's actually almost impossible for you to miss Gormies. <laughs> Excellent. You have to get right. a one. So I'm just gonna real quick, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna add a couple more in. You know, just a just a few. Are you in the right layer? Well the what was the damage on that? That's gonna be twelve damage. The the one that you uh wanted to destroy. Yeah, you destroy it. Nice. Alright. What was that even? <laughs> uh I don't know, man. You seem to have answered my question. Uh I would like to can I can I or are we rolling initiative you now? You can roll for initiative, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, these imps all of a sudden, like, uh, their eyes start to glow red, and they all begin hissing and uh, running in towards you. So, yeah, everybody uh, roll me some initiative. I got an 8 plus 3 is 11. I got a nat 20. I got an 11 also. With a nat 20, it gives me a 22. Oh, we got a, a natural 1. Bummer. <laughs> Better in initiative than, I guess, in IRL. All right, Cormie, you're up first. I'm going to see the nearest imp, and um, the hand axe did the trick. So I am going to move up to this imp, and I'm going to hit it with the hand axe. Go for it. That's a 19 to hit. Yep. And two plus six. It's going to be nine damage. Nine damage. All right, it's still up. Okay. Um, and I'm going to use one more action, and I want to – oh, and, well, okay. I hate to make life hard. I want to kick this imp away. This one? Yeah, 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 that one. I want to kick it towards the corner. Okay. The only corner without a fire. Damn, I should have put one more fire. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All, right. A- All right. All right. Unarmed strike plus kick. eight. That's going to be a t- um, 27 to hit. Yeah. And – I'm going to take that as an unarmed strike. Oh, it's just six damage, like straight up. Yeah. Um, and a it, push back. Yeah, you push it back 10 feet. Perfect. Uh, it slams into the wall, uh, and it's going to take one extra damage there. Uh, Hell yeah. So it is, it is still up, but it has been slammed into the wall. I'm going to say it's going to roll a constitution check here, uh, and it falls prone. Hell yeah. And I like to imagine that just some ACDC starts playing. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> and that's your turn, right? Are you doing anything else? Sorry. Uh, no, I'm not. That's it. So then that's going to be the imps. <laughs> oh. So the first one that Cormeth first is going to sort of like run up to Cormeth and is going to sting him with uh, its little tail. Uh, so go ahead and uh, make a constitution saving throw, uh, even though it, it's going to miss. Seven. Seven. Two plus okay, five. Actually, never mind. It, it didn't hit you, so we're good. The second one is going to stand itself up, uh, run at Cormeth, transform into a rat, and uh, attempt to bite. Hell That's yeah. a 22 to hit. It hits. All right. Now go ahead and make that constitution saving throw. Uh, it's a nat 20. All oh, right. shit. <laughs> so you take six piercing damage, and uh, usually you'd still have to take half poison damage, but on a nat 20, uh, you don't. All right. 
Uh, so Son then, of a bitch! Yeah, so it just bites, and uh, there's just this rat sort of attached to your arm as another one comes up and comes to sting you. Uh, that's a 19 to hit. Just hits, yep. Uh, that is uh, six damage. Go ahead and roll constitution. It's going to be a saving throw? Yeah. 18. Oh, uh, yeah, 18. 18? Okay, so you just take... Uh, you said that was nine damage initially? Uh, you take, yeah, uh, it was six damage and then you take an, uh, another five damage of poison. Okay. So, okay. So wait, I did nine. So six, five is 11. So I should two. Okay. Okay. So I'm at 60 HP. Okay. Yep. Got it. One imp turns invisible. The next one, it's imp visible. <laughs> ah. And then the one who was talking to Yeven is going to attack Yeven. That's a uh, 10 to hit. That does not hit, but I am going to use Hellish Rebuke. Okay. So uh, they have to roll a uh, dexterity saving throw with a DC 15 save. Okay. Uh, They got a nine. And that does not save. So they take 10 fire damage. It's immune to fire damage. Immune? It's from hell. I Yeah. I just figured it would be resistant, not immune. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it just sort of laughs at you. Now we know. And then the uh, other one is going to attack Grana, who's right in front of you. That's a 21 to hit. Yep, that hits. Uh, so that'll be uh, seven damage, and then make a constitution saving throw. Mm. Dirty 20. Uh, okay, so you take you take four poison damage. This one can't quite get to you in time. This one's going to move in. This one's going to move in, but won't make it. Uh, okay, so uh, two more of them are going to go after uh, Yeven. One is not going to hit. The other one uh, is definitely going to hit. It's going to do four damage against Yeven, and then go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Let's see. Oh, I got a five. Okay, so you take seven poison damage. Luckily, that one was really low. And of the three that attack Gobi, only one of them hits. Uh, it does four damage to him. And then he's going to make a constitution saving throw uh, that he fails. Come on, um, Gobi. And Gobi takes 10 poison damage. Okay. So then that, I believe, is Grana. Yeah, I want to cast Moonbeam. Okay. On, like, as big of a group of them as I can, like, right here. Okay. So what's the... How big is that? So that... Is a silvery beam of pale light shines down in a five-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Okay. So each of these is is going to be a five-foot square. Yeah. Be able to do it on, on one of them, but in order to have more than one square, it's, it would be 10 feet. It, but, okay, hang on. It's a five-foot radius, so that should be should able be to... Oh, across. okay. Yeah, you're right. Ten you're right. Uh, yeah, so you can get... Uh, I'll say you can get these three. Okay. What was the save type again? Constitution. Okay, we've got a a four, a fifteen, and a sixteen. Okay, so the so two save, and the four fails. Let's see what's my. So out of curiosity, since they're immune to fire damage and they're demons, do they take double radiant damage? Yeah. Damn. So that's nine total damage. Nine for the fail and uh, five for the success ones. Okay, so they're Same. they're looking hurt, uh, but all of them are still up. Anything else for this turn? 
Um, I don't think so. No. Okay, cool. Yeevan. Yeah. So if I move, I'm probably going to take multiple opportunity attacks. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to cast Shatter at a third level. And can I center it here? Like right there? Will that get six of them? Since I said Grana could only hit three, I think it's only fair that this only hits three. Do you want to hit that the same three? makes perfect sense. I do want to hit the same three. So those three need to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, they're so good at that. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, an 18, a 13, and a 10. Okay, so the 18 passes. Uh, the other two take 15 damage, and the one that passed takes half of that. So that's, what, eight? I assume they're all dead. They're all dead. And then, do I have any... Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to give Gobi some bardic inspiration. Like, all right, Gobi, you're up. Kick ass. Gobi is going to punch this imp that's right next to him and hits... So that's going to be uh, seven damage against that one. And it's going to do another punch against it. Uh, definitely hits. Another one bites the dust. As you all are standing in here, all of a sudden, the warehouse starts shrinking. The walls start coming in. Bye. Okay. Hello. Don't think I've ever seen a building do that before. And Cormies, you're you're back up. All right. Um, I've seen enough of my friends get poisoned and injured, and I'm having flashbacks to the mother tree. I'm getting really fucking pissed off, and I'm gonna fly into a rage. I see. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Let me uh, mark that off. Oh no. Okay. Um, all. Let's see. Yeah, I gotta get that rage. I can do that four times per long rest. Um, so I'm gonna fly into a rage. I'm gonna go ahead and roll. My wild surge. That's going to be a four. What is that? Four. Magic infuses one of your weapons of your choice that you are holding. Until your rage ends, the weapon's damage type changes to force, and it gains the light and throne properties with a normal range of 20 feet and a long range of 60 feet. That's, that's a leaves, super dope effect. What? If, if the weapon leaves your hand, the weapon reappears in your hand at the end of the current turn. So I'm going to use that on Ruby Carver. Holy shit. Also, I did just notice that these imps are supposed to have damage resistance against uh, bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from uh, weapons that aren't silvered. And so your weapon just became viable against them. <laughs> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to feel this power, and I'm just going to grab Ruby Carver. And I am going to throw Ruby Carver at the imp that is harassing even a Grana, like... Um, I don't know. Uh, how can I mark it? Yeah, you see the one I'm talking about. Uh, um, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, these ones have extremely low health. Uh, That's fine. And if you want, I can. I'll let you cleave. Cleave. Them. If you, if you cleave. Hit them, I'll let you throw your axe through these three imps. Oh, Works. Do it. Gonna do it. All right. All don't right. Roll to hit. Anymore. Uh, roll to hit. Um, That's gonna be a 24 to hit. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll damage. Um, and Ruby Carver is a force now, so that's 1d12 plus 8. Um, that is going to be a 10. 10 damage? Yes. 
Okay, fucking, you take, you feel this power surge through you, you take Ruby Carver and you just curve it around, swing straight through these two imps, uh, and this last one gets hit pretty hard, uh, including by by both uh, Ruby Carver and the force of uh, its two compatriots' bodies. Yes, uh, all right. Back, and it's going to take, uh, uh, it's going to take that seven damage plus another extra, uh, another extra hit for being hit by a couple imps. Yes, and this one by me, I'm gonna feel fucking fired up. Yeah, and I'm just gonna fucking swing fist into this one. Um, <laughs> so that is gonna be twenty three to hit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's six damage. Six damage. All right. Looking hurt. Wow, it's nice to have a tank. <laughs> uh, now it's the imp's turn. So the one that you punched to is, I think, the rat. The one that transformed into a rat. So it... Um, That's got to be a concentration thing. It, it's not. Damn. Um, because it's it's not transforming. Uh, imps are just shape changers. It's going to... Uh, it's going to try and bite you again. Because uh, you just fucking wiped the floor with its friends. Uh, that's a 17 to hit? Does not. Okay, uh, but it cannot break through. This little rat's like biting, 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 biting. Can't do it. So then... Did that one enter my moonbeam? I forgot. Is the, okay, the moonbeam is continually there. It's con- concentration up to a minute. So, yeah, it's still there. <laughs> Unless I say otherwise. This one's gonna try and avoid the moonbeam and is going to get into it. Same with this one. So what is their... What do they have to do? Uh, constitution saving throw. Okay. The two roll... One of them rolls a 20. The other one rolls a four. For any of them that stepped into it, yeah, the eight is the full damage on a fail. Okay. Um, so one of them one of them only does... It has four. All right. Four damage. Yeah. Uh, cool. This one is going to push the uh, other imps off of it, uh, the dead bodies, and is going to fly up to uh, Cormeth because it can't walk fast enough. Um, these ones are also, uh, there's one that's flying over uh, right above uh, another. So two of them are going to go after Cormeth. Both of them rolled 11s to hit. Yep. <laughs> um, and then three are going to attack Grana. Oh, oh my god. What? Two of them got nat 20s and the other got a 19. No! Reroll that. <laughs> can I use can I use my luck so you that actually, they don't do that? Absolutely you can, yeah. Do you want to really? reroll the two crits? Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, they turn into a 13 and a 10. Wow, that was very useful. Yeah, so those don't hit. Yeah, so these (laughs) imps are, like, coming in straight for the eyes, and you just fucking, like, wave your hand, and they are just completely knocked the fuck off balance. Uh, The one that does hit you uh, stings you for six, and then go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Stings me for six, and then twelve. Twelve? Okay. Uh, Yeah, you just take five poison damage then. Uh... Even three of them are going to go after you. Mm-hmm. They got a seven, a 14, and a 23. Okay. The seven and the 14 uh, do not hit. The 23 absolutely does. All right. So they stay. Uh, one of them uh, has transformed itself into a raven. It pecks you for uh, seven piercing damage, and then go ahead and make that constitution saving throw. Uh, constitution saving throw. That's a four. That's not good enough. 
you take uh, 11 poison damage. That's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage. Damn! Itch. <laughs> um, and then only one of them hits Gobi for three damage, and Gobi rolls a uh, enough that it's just half damage. So he takes six damage total. All right. Things are moving a little bit faster uh, now as you notice that uh, the the building continues to, uh, and you, you all are getting pushed uh, in closer, so I'm going to actually do it from this angle. This this building continues to shrink. So it's, it's starting to get a little tighter in here uh, and not in a cool dope Perfect. way. Perfect. Uh, but also kind of in a cool dope way <laughs> based on how y'all are performing. Grana. I want to swing my moonbeam around so that I can get more imps with it. I think I want to just like on each of your turns after you cast this spell, you can use an action to move the beam up to 60 feet in any direction. So I'm just going to move it like right in front of me to try to get these guys. You will have to curve around Yeevan or else he's going to have to make that save. True. Uh, okay. It's only when I start my turn there, right? Uh, or I think when you enter um, it for the first time, right? Yeah, it's kind of questionable wording. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time on a turn or starts his turn there. Yeah. Okay, um, that's fair. And we, we've been doing it so that if, like, it touches someone, it will do ghostly flames on it. So maybe I'll just go, like, straight north and try to get, yeah. like, I'll, I'll these two. Both of these two, yeah. Without this... touching even. Yes, I'll let that happen. Okay. Uh, constitution savings, yeah. Yep. That's a uh, that's an eight and a nine. Yeah, those both fail. Hmm. So that is let's see, thirteen damage. Oh, they're both toast. Yeah, they fall to the ground. They're pieces of toast. It's a weird nice. door. Mm. Yum yum yum. Mm, toast. Oh, this one died. Uh, all right. Uh, even. Okay, I think unfortunately the spell that I would want to use here, I just, I can't really justify using it because it would, it would hurt too many other people. So I'm going to hit these three imps that are standing just to the, you know, on to the, on top of uh, me and Grana with, um, I'm going to hit them with a fourth level shatter because... Uh, even if they save, I don't want them to get back up. Yeah. So it's a, a DC 15 constitution saving throw. Man, a lot of constitutioning for these. Yeah. Uh, that's a, a 12, a 10, and a 7. Hey, look, they all fail. They take 5d8 thunder damage. Oh. That's well, 26 damage. They all die. They are dead. Can I move in such a way that I avoid opportunity attacks, but I want to go stand next to the door? Uh, yeah, you. it's only if you are moving out of range of something. So okay, you cool. killed everything around you, so there's nothing to attack you. Yeah, neat. I'm going to go stand here in front of the door. Cool. Yeah, I can't, like, I can't prepare an action, so I think that's all I can do. Okay. Uh, Gobi's going to punch uh, and takes out this one in front of him. Uh, and it's going to do a, uh, another punch, but misses. Ulfgar style. Ulfgar goes punch. The building continues to shrink. Tight squeeze. So what I would like to do is throw my axe at the imp near Gobi and even. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to throw Ruby Carver 
That's going to be a, yeah, it's a d20. Uh, Ruby Carver is a, oh, no, come on. I just got to scroll. That's my problem. Okay, plus 11. That's going to be a 14 to hit. Yep. All right. Uh, that's a 1d12 plus 8. So Sorry, gonna did be... you say Ruby Carver is a plus 11 to hit? It sure yeah. is. Holy yeah. shit. Say what now? Uh, yeah. Carmi's strength is 20. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, this that's, why I, that's a... why I added more imps, because I was like, <laughs> Carmi can't miss them. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do 14 damage to that. I got six plus eight, so 14 damage. Yeah, it's dead. Force. All right. And now there's an imp <laughs> near me. So that one caddy corner from me. I want to grab it and smash it against the wall. So oh, I'm gonna mark that as an unarmed strike. That's gonna be uh 24 to hit. Huh? It's gonna be six damage. That one I think was already kind kind of weak. Yeah, that's the rat. You picked yeah. the rat. Fuck yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. You, you smashed yes. that one. Yes. It's perfect. Uh, so now there's... <laughs> there's one invisible imp that attacks Grana. Grana. <laughs> what the um, That suddenly decided to participate. So it's going to attack Grana. That's 12? Nope. That misses. All right, it foolishly misses after coming back, t- uh, which ruins its invisibility. Nice try, idiot. <laughs> More like I- I- Im- impotent. Yeah, he, yeah, they are impotent. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. And then this other one's going to go after Cormeth, uh, Goes, takes its tail straight to the throat. Uh, that's a, a 21 to hit. That hits? Um, so that's going to be... Uh, four piercing damage, except you're in a rage, so it's just going to be two piercing damage. And I'm also going to take Stone's Endurance. As a reaction, reduce the damage dealt to you by 1d12 plus 2 uh, per oh, short rest. Yep. But I'd recommend rolling the Constitution saving throw first. Okay. Uh, it's going to be a 10 plus 5, 15. Okay. So you would take 4 plus the 2 uh, damage. So go ahead and roll that d12. All right. Um. Uh, yeah. This is a D12. Yeah. That's gonna be a six plus Perfect. Two, eight. So, uh, this thing like comes at you like eyes glowing red. It tries to stab you in the throat, and you just like basically like for a Ooh. moment turn to stone, and its tail just sort of like crumples against the side of your yes. skin. And you just don't. Yes. Fuck through. That's dang. Yes. Can't wait to smash this one. Uh, Leave Grana. it for me. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, okay, stop casting Moonbeam, first of all, and then I want to use Frostbite on the imp that's right in front of me, and that will be another constitution saving throw. Well, good. That's a nat 20. Okay, well, it, it, it saved then. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, either way, after that, I want to go to the, what are these fires in? Are they like barrels, or are they fireplaces, or what? They're pretty much barrels. I'll have to okay. move it out of the wall. I, I would like to go to one of the nearest barrels and tip it over and try to start um, to set a blaze to the factory. You are within five feet, which means it will get an opportunity attack on you if you move. Yeah. Who did you cool? Well, yeah, we don't know where what happens when it shrinks. Yeah, I'd rather destroy it than just let I've it shrink forever. I've never seen shrink before. And I don't want to be in it when it shrinks 
completely. So if we can oh, destroy it, me, actually, uh, the building has to shrink some more because it's uh, it's halfway through the round. If I can still click. Oh, I thought I thought did that at the end of the round. It does it at the end and halfway through. So uh, y'all are gonna get pressed together a little bit here. Wow. Yeah. So this place is getting pretty tight. Hmm. The fire is shrinking. I would really like to <laughs> tip that barrel. I mean, it's close to you. Yeah, actually, I'm, uh, I you're want like, to. Shit, I can't move out of the way to get there. And then the building shrinks and brings it right to you. Oh, perfect. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like to try tipping the barrel and then run out of the building. Okay, Gobi will. As much of that as you let me do. Everyone uh, scatter! Yeah, you you tip over this barrel. Uh, oh, if you run out, you will still get the opportunity attack. Because this, That's fine. this thing's still next to you. Okay, so you tip over the barrel. This imp's going to make an opportunity attack. That's a 17 to hit. Ooh, that's my AC. I think that means it hits, right? Yep. Uh, so okay. that's six piercing damage. Go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. 19. Cool. So you just take seven poison damage. So uh, 13 damage total. Uh, are you running your full speed, Grana? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeven. There's still one more imp, uh, not counting the one that's in front of Koromith, because that one's for Koromith, evidently. That one's for Koromith? Yeah, that's fine. I guess I'll do... Um... I'll hit that last one with, like, two rounds of Eldritch Blast. Okay. So that's a 25 and a 17 to hit. So then it takes uh, two plus four is six damage. Okay. Uh, this one was already hurt, so it dies. Neato. And then I'm also gonna fia fia and then I'm also going to vacate the premises. Um, Gobi's going to salute at Koromith and is going to exit as well. Koromith. I'm going to grab this imp that's with me and I'm going to make a bolt for the door. How many feet is that? I mean, it's um, like five feet away from me. Oh, yeah. I, I'm doing it. Are you seeing it? Yeah. yeah. I've, I've seen them all make a break for the, for the entrance. And so I'm also going to make a break. But what I want to do is I want to grab that imp. And as I'm breaking for the door, throw it against the other wall, hoping to stun it, and it will get crushed. Okay. Uh, go ahead and grab it. It'll contest your strength check. I'm sure it'll win. Strength check's going to be a dirty 20. Cool. Uh, it rolled a 17, <laughs> but it's got a minus two. So. <laughs> nice. Um, so, yeah, I want to throw it into the wall and try to stun it as hard as I can. Okay, so you throw it into the wall, which is 2d6 damage, so it dies. Yes! And I'm nice. making my way out the door. Making my way out the door. Walking okay. for. So, Cormace, you run outside, and as the group of you turn around, you see that this building is shrinking and shrinking, and it starts to turn this greenish color, and some ears sprout out, and it turns into a goblin who says, I'm a warehouse, and then collapses. Interesting. <laughs> that was the worst pun. And, oh my god, I can't believe you've done this. Oh my god. I can't believe none of you spotted you. it. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ. Oh my god. Oh boy. Oh, wow. That was such a cool battle for that pun. Boo-boo. <laughs> So, yeah, this goblin is just passed out, uh, and Gobi goes, 
Well, that was weird. Uh, extremely. The goblin coughs and it coughs out some papers, some loose papers, uh, and one imp wing. (laughs) Yeah. Man, are you okay? Can we get you a doctor? Oh, they're passed out. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No. Turning into a warehouse and back is really strenuous. Mm, mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, werewolves, they don't have to change that much. You turn into a building that, like, fucking 20 imps are working inside of you. Like, (laughs) no way. So, uh, what do you guys think? Should we just kill that goblin? Why? What good would that do? And then it can't turn into a warehouse again. Well, is he, I don't know, how can he infect other people as a warehouse? Well, what if the, what if they just set up another drug operation and then just fuck up the town? <laughs> to, to stop the spread of warehouses, you have to not let the door hit you on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just going to go kill it. <laughs> Finish it. Um, it wakes up and goes, whoa, hey, hey. Hey, I'm not part of this. They just take advantage of my of my lycanthropy. Lycanthropy, there we go. I'm not like them. I can say the word lycanthropy. Oh, okay. Can you though? Wait, so, kill so it. you just you just so what you're expecting me to believe is now granted, turning into a building in the middle of a town is probably not great. So you came out here into the woods and turned into a, a giant storage facility and then these imps in association with the devil came in and just set up a drug operation in you but you didn't change out of a warehouse for months they they grab you by the shirt and they go they did this to me every night i turn into a warehouse every night she's every night because there's no full moon for a house okay (laughs) I, I, all right. Um, uh, you do see that the sun is starting to rise through this stormy night. Cool. Um, I... got another paper. Oh. <laughs> are, are these papers important? I don't know, man. <coughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> Can I investigate the papers? Yeah. I was yeah. going to say the same thing. Well, I got an eight. Well, they're papers, so you don't really have to investigate them that hard. All right. Um, you can, yeah, you, you pick up these papers. There's a little bit of, like, uh, goblin spit on them. Um, but, uh, it looks like, uh, there's, uh, there's a couple of notes that there's one, like, this is, like, the, where they produce the drugs, but there's one more place where the imps are set up, evidently, uh, where, uh, they, they, like, run these drugs out of. So there might still be some in circulation, uh, at this place. Okay. Okay, how are we all oh. feeling right now? Because I'm not doing great on HP. Yeah, so I'm also um, not another, feeling super great. Another fight I'm right I'm feeling away. great! <laughs> well, I, I could always drink a health potion or two. I think perhaps since or we have rest. Days, it may be worthwhile taking a rest, getting oh, we had... sleep, and then attacking this place. I think that sounds like a great idea. Okay. So, oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. We got to deal with this. We got to deal with this goblin. I would like to befriend. I'm going to roll a persuasion check to try and convince this goblin that Hufferfilm and anywhere near it is the absolute last place they want to be right now. 
You're right. I want to move to the big city. Yeah. yeah, You you don't want to sell me death sticks. You want to go home and rethink your life. Be a part of it. (laughs) Report the port. Nice. Uh, I got a 12 to convince this goblin that it needs to go very, very, very far away. The goblin doesn't need a lot of convincing. He goes... This town is weird. I hate it here. They turned me into a warehouse. So I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go figure weird. some stuff out about myself. Maybe try That's... and find maybe go to Leandrell where the magic the, the powerful magic users are. Maybe they can undo this curse. Yeah, that'd be uh that's probably pretty smart. Sorry, we can't really help you out much more than that. No, thanks for getting those imps out of my body. Yeah, you're uh, uh they they shake your hand uh and they say if you're if you're ever in the north and you see a big warehouse come say hi that's probably it, it might be that's maybe a bit too broad i <laughs> my name's franklin look me up they yeah, okay franklin will do i'll uh, look you up if i'm ever back up north <laughs> they start they start heading north stay safe franklin <laughs> thanks <laughs> Okay. Adding Franklin the Warehouse <laughs> to my allies. list of allies. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, I think we should. Uh, I think we should go back to town and take a long rest, and and then figure out where this uh, second distribution center is. Works for me. Sounds good. Yeah, so the group of you head back into town. You, you know, make your way into the inn and go ahead and take a well-deserved long rest. A medium-deserved long rest for Gormit since he's pretty much fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. I'm gonna cool. take that long rest, though. Oh, hey, Gormit, uh, since you're, I mean, since you're pretty much good to go, you can take that long rest if you want, but maybe you should head down to the blacksmith and get yourself some more hand axes. I've got one. It's good enough. <laughs> it was good enough for this. I mean, fair enough, but like, what if you throw it and then you can't find it? What if you step into a lake and drown? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, you got me, bud. I don't know. I guess I'm dead then. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. You never think the future. Swim. No, he was just swimming. We just had a campaign where you swam. Can't predict the future. You never know. You never know when you're gonna drown. So That's true. you never know when you you know? Uh, you know your legs turn into stone, or maybe you turn into a giant warehouse underwater and you just drown. have your long rest is there anything you want to do in town before you check out this this place negative think so all right so uh you all you know the sun was already uh starting to rise uh after you uh got out of the warehouse and so you 
you sleep for eight hours. So it's like evening-ish when you finally wake up and are ready to go. The town is starting to get a little bit more uh, casual. Uh, People are starting to, you know, go to taverns and things. Uh, And there's this address on this uh, goblin paper that luckily is now dry um, that you are able to follow through town and locate. And it seems to be a karaoke bar. Hey, this is my kind of joint. I've never I been to a distinguished dawn caller, so I can do karaoke. <laughs> the four of you walk into this small yet, uh, I guess, kind of bustling uh, karaoke bar, and Gobi uh, Gobi says, "So, what exactly are we looking for here? Is this our the address for <laughs> the drug thing?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. A- I'm not asking that to like patrons. I'm like, even is this the right spot? Uh, I pull up. I pull up the papers. I, this isn't I check some kind of. Again. This isn't some kind of bard prank, is it? <laughs> I have known you for, I suppose, a relatively short amount of time. But yeah, do I really strike you as the kind of person to pull that kind of prank? Mm, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Wow, that's not the image I was going for. I got some stuff to think about. (laughs) Would you prefer the image where you gave a child a deadly curse? (laughs) Almost, actually. Almost. I uh, actually would prefer the uh, concubine image quite a bit. Mm. Well, that's a shame because karaoke is a jam. Hey, that that was a good joke. Thanks. This is definitely the right place. Uh, this is the place that's noted on the address. But since you did roll an eight, I got to punish you a little by, uh, you can't, there's some instructions on like, you see at the bottom, there's like to like access the uh, like folks who are in charge, like, and then it's just sort of like nasty and ruined by spit. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> hmm. Okay. We all can uh, go around and should... see what's up with this place. Yeah. Maybe we should go sit down and try to, I don't know. See what's what. Try to listen in on some conversations. I'm happy to investigate. Uh, me too. I'm gonna head over to the bar and uh, see if I can't uh, work some info out of the bar keep. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, each of you is is free to sort of go to uh, go around to uh, what have you. Uh, Yevon, I'll start with you since you said specifically the bar keep. Uh, what do you? What's what's your? What do you do? What's my game plan here? Um. How loud is it right now? Uh, it's sort of a, a medium clamor. Sure. It's sort of, it's like, it, it's just 10 p.m. in a club kind of busy. It's like things are starting to warm up, but it's still not like bumping. I, uh, I walk over to the bar and uh, I say, uh, hey, I'm, uh, I'm new in town and uh, I'm looking to have a good time. I... Uh, I heard that uh, this might be a place where uh, I could come and, you know, sure, I have myself a little karaoke. And that's all uh, That's all fun, but uh, I'm looking for a little, uh, a little something more exciting. You sound like a cop right now. <laughs> I was just about to say, this dwarf who's behind the bar is just sort of staring at you with just would... like a singular expression while cleaning a, a, a mug. Just like not saying anything, just looking at you blankly. 
I uh, I did explicitly lie there, so I would like to roll a deception check. Yeah. Okay, I got an 18 plus 10 is 28. And what was what was the question that you actually asked? I am trying to get some information out of this person, which is who can I who do I see to have a better time than karaoke? The the bartender is sort of just like uh, cleaning their their glass, and they go, "Well, there's." The karaoke's pretty fun. You you tried it? I uh I pointed the loot on my back. I'm like, buddy, I do it for a living. I'm not here to Hey not here hey to now. work in hey. my free time. Doing music and doing karaoke are two different things. Karaoke is an art. Are you implying that what I do for a living is not an art? <laughs> he shrugs. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Cold. I would uh, I would talk to the lady in charge if you're interested in trying out the karaoke. I think you would like it. I give him uh, a, I give him a wink and I say, "We'll do, big guy." I kind of flaunt my stuff as I walk away. He doesn't seem to notice. What? Let me roll for that. Hold on. <laughs> roll for performance. <laughs> Performing. Oh well, I got an eleven. It's a it's a medium performance. I'm not really in the performing mood. Yeah. Well, also, you know, asexual bartender. So. Ah, uh, hey, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Grana, what are your, what are you up to while this while this is going on? Um, I essentially just want to find like an empty table, and pop a squad and just listen to what's going on around me. Sure. Before I, I do this, uh, Cormeth, are you going to be doing something in particular or something? Yes. I want to take a quick look around. I want to use a perception check. And I want to see if I can find the youngest looking person in here. Okay. That's going to be a 15 plus perception zero. That's going to be a 15. Okay. Yeah. This person up at the very front table um, is like staring up at this uh, at this stage, like they've got very bright eyes, and they seem to be a little a little young to be in a in a, a bar. So I'm I'm gonna walk up to him, um, and you look like you should still be with your tribe, mother. I have one question for you: Who is your daddy, and what does he do? <laughs> I set that one up, <laughs> but I do want to know that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is like a a pretty short, like half-elf-looking person. And they go, oh, um, my father is dead. (laughs) And, uh, what, huh? How old was he when he was dead? Uh, well, all of the rest of his ages, for sure. Weak. The fuck kind of answer is that? What kind of question is it? How old was he when he was dead? All of them. All the rest of them. <laughs> wow, yeah, what a weakling. <laughs> this, this person goes, uh, would you like to sit down? Go home. Work with your tribe, mother. Get better. And I'm uh, gonna some leave. Of, some, of, some of the patrons give you some, like, weird looks. Uh, but this, go ahead and roll a persuasion check, I guess. Dude, I would, I'm happy to oblige. I've got 
a, a zero in persuasion. That's going to be a nat one. <laughs> yeah, this this uh, this kid goes, no, no, you don't understand. This place is my life. I love it here. I come here every night to karaoke. It's it's everything I want out of life. Uh, and I'm going like, to go find even. Yeah. <laughs> rip onto the table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grossed out. I want to go find even. <laughs> Cool. Yeah, he's sauntering away at this moment from the bar. Uh, Rana, you're sort of just watching what's going on. Uh, at, at a certain point, uh, you you find a, an empty table. Uh, Gobi just sits next to you because I don't want to think of something else for him to do. Sure. <laughs> and you, you hear this person come up on stage. There's some sort of like thaumaturgy or something cast when you walk on this stage so that your voice is a little bit louder than everyone else's. There's this woman who's got this like bright red lipstick uh, and she's saying, oh, welcome back everyone. Uh, karaoke night every night have we got any uh any requests anything in particular people are wanting to hear anybody want to volunteer uh and you see a uh you see a goblin in one of the chairs up at the front who's to the right of where Cormeth is uh like raises their hand and they run up on stage and they uh the woman goes all right our first volunteer they'll they're gonna get tell us about the song and then we'll be uh we'll be right back and uh that goblin goes past a curtain that's just through here uh and they disappear and after a couple moments they come back out go ahead and roll a uh an insight check all of us everybody uh, nope, just just Grana and Gobi. Because I'm paying attention to you. Cormie is busy yelling at a child. <laughs> I rolled a fifteen. Fifteen? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Grana, this uh, goblin when they come back out looks like super jazzed, super energetic, um, super like sped up, almost as if they've like just done uh, done like some a dust. <laughs> yeah, done yeah. a little bit of magic dust. The old uh, the old fairy bones. Um, <laughs> and uh, they they sing a song. Let's see how they do. Uh, that's a nat twenty. So this cover oh like just golden voices it, and it's ruined a little bit. It, it, it's almost ruined by Corby starting to yell at a child in the background. But they they sing through it beautifully, and everything. Tears fine. Uh, tears roll down my face, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it's as you're sauntering. Yeah. Maybe I want to uh, try to listen in on conversations by me, see if they're talking about imps or magic dust at all or sweet hookups. I don't know. Sure, you can go ahead and roll a perception check. Um, 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Okay. There's a couple of people sitting kind of in the back, in the dark uh, back here, uh, who are sort of murmuring to each other. Uh, it's kind of hard to make out because there is, you know, karaoke going on. Yeah. But uh, these two people are sort of saying like, oh, hey, you you, uh, you come here last week on Fairy du- uh, Magic Dust by the Pound? Yeah, that was, that was some night. Listen, I don't know why they're pushing it so hard, because it's not like we needed uh, another drug dealer in this town, but, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll take it. Uh, the karaoke is a, is a really great touch. Interesting. <laughs> so these people... Okay, I don't know that information yet, but I... Yeah. So, okay. He doesn't know it either, because uh, he rolled a six. Do y'all come back to the table? Or come to the table? Yeah, uh, I'll in there. Yeah, I think I'm gonna saunter away in a huff. <laughs> <laughs> Even just sauntering all over this little bar. 
Yep. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to like whisper to them. It sounds like there are drugs going around here. If you guys were paying attention to the person who just performed, they were very zippy and clearly on something. And then I heard these guys over here talking about a big drug deal that just happened, like pounds of dust. I also uncovered similar crimes. Somebody's underage and drinking here. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely. I. This is a den of evil. What? What? Hang on. What race were they? Were they a gnome? They were a living race. One that exists. Half elf. I figured. They were half elf. Just kind of almost like you, but not quite. Mm, Uh, Not at all like me, but continue. (laughs) Half something. (laughs) I look over at Koromee and I just, Koromee, I'm a half elf. Why why did you say she was like her? Even I didn't say half slut. I said half elf. (laughs) Only half? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm, yeah. And I, I, I just want to like give a concerned gaze. <laughs> Given one right now. Towards the Ooh. kid? <laughs> or to you even? Towards Grana, because there's a lot of crime going on here. There's clearly. an underage drinker. Okay, yes. okay, there's clearly. some other stuff going on. Like, clearly. this All is right. uncomfortable and not how they raise me. Cormies, uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. I got a plus zero. Don't know why I need to check that. That's going to be a six. Six? Um, yeah, you see two people in like the other corner from where you're sitting, and they pass something to each other, and it looks like they're trading ivory. <laughs> no. <laughs> Look at that booty. Not the elephants. <laughs> the mammoths of his homeland. Grana. Okay, we'll get to the bottom of this, Cormies. It's promise. an illegal ivory trade. You two they are welcome. Can't make to, keyboard uh, keys out of these. You, you two are welcome this to do perception checks as well. <laughs> All right, I'll do a perception check, I guess, just to see if there's anything like weird going on. I got a nat one. I'm so upset <laughs> that the bartender pulled me off, but I'm not looking at jack shit right now. Yeah, the the bartender was asexual. Cormeth doesn't know what race you are. Who are you? <laughs> Gobi thought you would were, you were a prankster. I'm this having really a crisis existential for crisis right now. <laughs> Grana, what did you get? I got a 12. 12. Grana, you do see some people like passing something back and forth, but it's definitely not ivory. It's just some sort of like weird cup or something. Cormeth, I think they're just playing a game or something. Like, don't. A game called Illegal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think they are too. (laughs) No, no, no. Let's not just. Cormeth's one are on fire tonight. (laughs) They are. (laughs) <laughs> All right. I want to uh, I was, be... I was, I was going to say, maybe it'll be worth our time to talk to the woman in charge here. I don't know who she is, but... Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, I, I agree that we should uh, we should talk to her, but uh, unless we you know, wait until bar close, I mean, one of us, we'd have to go do some karaoke in order to get back into that room. That's true. Maybe, uh... Uh, Gobi? Maybe I'll go do some... No, I'll, I'll volunteer. Gobi doesn't need to go do karaoke. Unless he, unless Gobi wants to. Do you want to, Gobi? 
I mean, I think that whoever volunteers is the only one who's supposed to go backstage. So perhaps if we figure out a way to sneak more of us in. Oh, should we, like a duet? Sure. Or an ensemble? Uh, Yes, or like a, you hide under my cloak or I under yours. Toby, I don't, I don't think, think I can we, hide under your cloak. I don't think we know each other well enough for that <laughs> yet. <laughs> Never mind. He, uh, he, he grabs a, a mug off of uh, a, a waiter's tray and starts drinking from it. <laughs> Just sort of sulks. Um, so I have a I have a proposal here. I will volunteer to go uh, backstage, and should I? find something we just cause a ruckus well you and i could volunteer to sing a duet that'll put both of us back there and then we could work together if there's a hairy situation don't forget your friend cormeth well cormeth can be cormeth can be our supportive dancer we need someone to twerk with us and i am fluent not a backup dancer, a supportive dancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm in. I'm in. Count me All in. Right. All right. I like this. I like this. All right. I'm going to stand up and raise my hand. I'm going to stand on the table and try okay. to get the attention of the karaoke woman. Yeah, she's uh, she's talking to the audience and she goes, oh, well, I see we've got a volunteer over here. Here, please come on. You come on up to the stage. You've got three of us. Oh wow! All, we all start going up. Just, just go. Just, I just whis- I just whisper. Go, 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 go. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going. <laughs> go. And I'll go too. And sneak. <laughs> yeah. Just hide. Just like hide behind Coromith. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and he got a twenty-three. Wow, that's pretty good. It is. They they do not see Gobi. Ooh. I mean, they're in charge of a bar. They've got sharp eyes. Uh, fair enough. Okay, so the group of you all head up. Uh, she, like, pulls back this curtain a little bit. There's a couple layers of curtain, so you can't see into the back right away. Uh, but she uh, just for gestures for you all to enter. Yeah, okay, I'll go back. Yep. Same, I'm going. Okay. The group of you walk into this back area. Gobi sort of hidden, obscured by Koromith. And you see you're in this area that uh, has all these, uh, all this sort of smoke around. Go ahead and roll perception checks. Three. Three. Twelve. I got a 22. Damn. All right, Koromith, you're sort of like in a bunch of smoke because the smoke rises. And so you're like, <laughs> like gross up in there. <laughs> Grana, you notice that there is like a bunch of people sort of uh, lounging about. Uh, you don't really see anyone who is in, in particular smoking. Uh, but even you notice that there's some sort of like slight glimmer to this smoke. And, you know, all these people are sort of like casually sitting around. Go ahead and roll me a uh, Arcana check with advantage. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be another uh, 22, 19 plus 3. Okay. Even... There's some illusion magic going on in this room. Hmm. You see a, a sort of like halfling walks up to you and Grana and Cormeth, you don't notice anything odd about this person. But even now that you kind of understand that this is illusory, you notice that like the sort of air around them shimmers a little bit, almost as if their body is like moving around a little uh, in a way that it, it shouldn't. 
uh, and they they come up to you and say, "Oh, so you're uh, you're going to be singing today? What do you do? You have a song in mind? You're the one that I want from the hit musical Grease, and this oh, big yeah. guy is going to be our backup dancer. The movie about where the not the movie the the show about the the big cauldron with a bunch of fat in it. Yes, I love that one. <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh, hey there. Little one. Um, wow, that's kind of diminutive. <laughs> sure it is. You're quite a bit smaller than me. She uh, turns to Grana and goes, does he call you little one? Uh, no. <laughs> Only with... Hmm, I won't say. Weird. <laughs> anyway, what do you want, hon? <laughs> um, I, I got a little bit of stage fright. You got anything that could maybe help me out? Oh, um, Yeah. For sure, for sure. Here, our first little sample is is free, and she hands you a small cup uh, full of some uh, pink powder. Uh, okay. I uh, I look at Grana, and then I look at Koromiv, and I say, "Well, are um, are we are ready? You sh- are you sure, even? I don't like how you get when you do that stuff." Are we ready to kick ass? Oh, there's the words I was looking for, and I attack the uh, what is probably an imp. Excellent. Uh, okay. Um, so you get a surprise round on them because they did not know you were gonna do that. Uh, and as you uh, as you go in to attack them, you do see these other folks who are chilling back here. Uh, the illusion sort of ends, uh, and there's just a bunch of yeah imps. <laughs> Uh, chillin'. <laughs> Imp chillin'. Imp chillin'. Okay. I can't really catch... Oh, I did say I was going to specifically attack this imp. So I will do something to specifically attack that imp. Uh, surprise round, do I get advantage? Yeah. Okay. So first to hit is a a 12 and a 26. So that's a 26, I guess. And the second attack is a 12 plus 7 is a 19. Or a 2 plus 7 is a 9. I think that's uh, two successful yeah. attacks. Fails. That's uh, eleven damage. Okay. Uh, what are you, and sorry? What did you say you were doing to this? I am using Eldritch Blast. So this yeah, is four damage. She goes. Uh, is there a uh, kick? Eh? And she just uh, explodes into a million pieces. <laughs> Grana, are you uh, also attacking in this moment? Uh, yeah, I will. Um, it seemed like y'all had sort of a, you know. I might as well. <laughs> nose, like nose, nose kind of thing going on. Yeah. I will cast Ice Knife. Ice Knife. Baby Ice, ice Knife. All right. Yeah. I'll cast it at second level on, let's see. Wait. It's a, I know it explodes, but I hurl it at one. So I guess I'll go. Yeah. You might want to go with the one who's like over here so that yeah. it floats and hits somebody that's not you. Next to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Let's see. That is a ranged spell attack against the target. Okay. Uh, 14 to hit. Yep. Nice. On These imps are not. It takes 1d10 piercing. So that's 7 piercing. Okay. And then let's see. 3d6 on the explosion. Oh, it's a dexterity saving throw, actually. Okay, so these these two uh, who are here and here are going to throw dex. Uh, one of them got an 11, the other got a nat 20. 
Okay, so the 11 will take uh, seven cold damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you sort of stick them to the wall a little bit. They, like, pull an icicle out like, shit, Cormie. Uh, yeah, and what I want to do is I want to try to uh, mesmerize them. So what I'm going to do, is, and help me out, DM, since I am fluent in twerk, what I want to do is roll a performance with advantage to try to get them concentrating on that fucking ass clapping. <laughs> the first one is a three, so I'm so if this happens, uh, and the second one is, uh, oh, so it was uh, it was a six and a nine, so a nine. <laughs> they look a little confused, but not stopped. Ass clapping, it's a stop for me. Go ahead and roll a stealth check. Oh, with disadvantage. Mm -hmm. So that's oh, that's gonna be a uh, eleven or a six. So a six. Okay, you you hear some people in the uh, you hear like behind you behind this curtain. Uh, somebody starts being like, "What the hell?" Uh, so now everybody roll initiative. Sixteen. Oh wait, shit. Hold on. Actually, Kobe didn't take Kobe's his surprise round. I forgot about him yeah, because okay. he was under Cormeth. <laughs> uh, Cormeth is, uh, or sorry, uh, Gobi is going to like look at Cormeth and be kind of like, and is going to attack uh, one of these imps uh, and does good old four damage. <laughs> Slaps him across the face. And then, sorry, what's everybody's initiative roll? 16. 12. Uh, I got a dirty 20 that time. Obi got a five. Poor guy. You even, you're up first. Cool. I start singing, I got chills. They're multiplying. <laughs> and uh, I cast a chill touch on this one, the one next to Grana. Okay. So you even casts a ghostly hand over Grana's shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's see. Roll the attack first, not the damage first. Yep. Uh, that's an eight plus seven is a 15. That'll hit. Okay. And uh, roll the damage is uh, 14 damage. Yeah, uh, it it clings to this thing and it just shoots right through its neck uh, and clamps on to the one behind it. Uh, the one behind it takes four damage. And yeah, the, the dead one with the hand clamped to it just sort of falls to the ground. Nice. The power of the grave compels you. <laughs> hey, they're they're from hell, not from uh, not from Shadowfell, so they don't like the grave. Cormy. So I'm pretty pissed off that they did not appreciate the old twerk storm. I'm gonna go into a rage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ye old hey. twerk storm. <laughs> yep. Um. So I'm gonna roll a D8. Um. Yeah, it's a D8. That's a one. Each creature of, of your choice that you can see within 30 feet of you must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 necrotic damage. You also gain temporary hit points equal to 1d12 plus your barbarian level. What is it? Okay. Range? 30? Um, yeah, 30 feet. Yeah. All right. So you can hit all of them except for one. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. And it is... Uh, 1d12 necrotic damage unless it's a constitution saving throw, which so would be... is, is going to make a constitution saving throw, uh, and if they fail, they'll take the damage, and then you will also gain temporary hit points as much as the d12 roll. 1d12, yeah, 1d12 plus barbarian level. So okay, yeah, so this is an 8. Uh, here's a 12. Here's the 12 roll. 
Uh, Twelve well, rolls of five. Okay. Okay. Let me um, roll your constitutions. So you get five temporary hit points. Right. Yeah. ASC eight plus proficiency plus constitution for me is eight plus three is eleven plus constitution is it's a thirteen saving throw. Okay. Um, and this is constitution, right? Yes. So one of them got a fifteen. Okay. Uh, one got an eleven, a nine, an eight, and a four. <laughs> God damn! All right. Uh, um, saves, um, but the rest the, of them do not. Then that would be five necrotic damage. All right. Uh, oh, the one, the one to Gobi's left has one hit point. <laughs> oh. One to the right of Grana also has one hit point. <laughs> okay. Oh, and that's not even your turn, is it? <laughs> no, that was just me going into a rage. Um, so I am going to move uh, forward and address the one right in front of me. Um, and I want to kick it. So I'm going to go for an unarmed strike. Okay. Which, let's see, let me get, okay. Attack, there we go. Okay, unarmed strike is going to be a 10 plus 8 and 18 to hit. Yeah, that hits. That's a 6 damage. You just, like, smash it into the wall, and it just sort of sticks there. Yes. All right, perf. (laughs) And so now I'm turning the one to the left that's harassing Gobi, and I'm going to attack it with Ruby Carver, and that's going to be... Which is overkill. An 11 plus 7. That's going to be an 18 to hit again. Um, and You mean plus an 11? Oh, I see. It's your dice. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, 7. I got yeah, it's 7. Dead. It's so. dead. It had one hit point. That's <laughs> so, all. Yep. <laughs> yep, okay. That was done, too. Hell yeah. Cool. Fuck do you want to do one. any more moving before you... Um, I'm going to turn. So, taking a look... I'm going to turn and go get next to Grana. Let's see. How much distance is here? Wait, I'll figure that out for myself. So you have 45 feet of movement still. Yep. Okay. I'm going to go pose next to Grana. So I'll move myself. There we go. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to be next to Grana. Like, we're going to tackle this together. Hell yeah. All right. Grana. Oh, boy. (laughs) Uh, The one directly to your right has one hit point. So if you want to, if you do something that cleaves. Um, yeah, I think I'll just take out my dagger for resistance breaking and try to hit it with that. Okay. Uh, so 17 plus 6. So I think that hits. Yeah, it does. Okay. Go ahead and roll the damage. Oh, okay. That is 2 plus 3. 5 damage. 5 damage. Okay. So your weapon isn't silvered, so it only does uh, 3 damage. Uh, but that still kills this one, and it brings the other one down to one one hit point uh and then what's the save that it has to make um that is dc 15 constitution saving throw okay that's a that's a 15 so it saves okay but it only has one hit point so it doesn't matter too much anymore. yeah i think i think we'll be good <laughs> uh that's gonna be the imp's turn they're going to move in one is going to turn into this one's going to turn into a rat and it's going to bite grana no it's not it's not going to bite grana I, I whack it on the nose. How dare you? <laughs> These two are going to go in and try and hit Cormeth, uh together. One of them got an 18 to hit. That ties, so yes. Uh, the other one then definitely hits as well. All right. Uh, so they do. Um, together, it would be uh, 12 damage, but because you're in a rage, it's just six damage. And then go ahead and make a constitution saving throw. Uh, two All of them, right. actually. Two constitution. Okay. Uh, the first. Ooh. Um, is a uh, eight 
And the second is an eight. <laughs> okay, so you take poison damage from both of these. Um, I'm going to use Stone's Endurance on one of them. Um, it's 1d12 plus 2. Um, so it's going to be... Oh, 12. So what does that bring me to? Math. I'm doing math. Yeah, okay, cool, cool. <laughs> Sorry, it's... Uh, there's, no uh, worries. So you take seven damage after that, then. Hell yeah, all right. Perf. Okay. Gobi is going to walk through the curtain and is going to tell the person who is, uh, like, in charge, who's like, what the hell, like... <laughs> having a little fun before we get out there. That is uh, a <laughs> yeah. The the uh, person out front goes, oh okay, uh, <laughs> and turns around and goes back to like hosting because she rolled a four. So even with her sharp bar eyes, uh, no dice. Even. Hey, let's see. Are any of these ones actually healthy? The healthiest one has five hit points. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I'll attack that one then. Okay. With uh, probably Eldritch Blast. First is a nine to hit? Wow. Second yeah, is a 19 to hit. You missed, really. Uh, yeah, that one hits. Okay. That's uh, six damage, so it, uh, poof. Yeah, you, you blast that thing into next week, except not next week, because next week it'll still be back in hell. Um, and then... Yeah, I think that's good enough. I don't need to do anything else right now. Okay, Cormy. So the one in front of me, I want to give a fucking roundhouse to. Uh, it's been working for me so far. So I want to roundhouse the one that's in front of me. Uh, oh, God damn it. Um, hang on. That's going to be a 10 to hit. No. Damn it. All right. Well, the rat I want to grab, which I think is probably within reach. It's like catty corner to me. Okay. I want to grab and I want to try to smash it into the floor. So I'm going to go for another, yeah, five feet. I'm going to close the distance and smash it into the floor. All right. Um, Corbin smash. Corbin smash rat. Uh, so our arm strike is going to be, <laughs> um, that's going to be a 27 to hit. Uh, it, yeah, you throw this rat at the ground so hard, it just vaporizes. Yes. Grana, you have to finish it off now. Yeah, Grana, go ahead, finish and it off. And do. Okay. Um, how many hit points does the other one have? That's three. I'm going to quick shillelagh my dagger, because then that will up the damage. And then give it a stabby stab. And, oh, ooh, that's a 12. 12 to hit. Just misses. Fuck. Sorry, Cormeth, it flew up real fast. It did. It did indeed. Even. We'll train more later. All right. Um, okay, this thing is going to attack Cormeth. Uh, 17 to hit. Misses. And then it's going to start flying up and try to fly out of here. So... Cormeth and Grana, you get opportunity attack. attack of opportunity. Yeah. Cool. One moment. Gonna go do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to grab Broheim by the back of the neck because he's a dirty scoundrel. That's gonna be a 16. Yeah. Alright. Um, so I'm gonna grapple bro because I'm pissed off. Well, then that would be a slightly... Then it gets to contest it with its oh, three. Oh, shit. Okay. It got a three, so I think you win. <laughs> 13, 13 beat three, I'll take it. And so I'm grappling. I'm wrapping them up. <laughs> the wrapping and cap it, crew. Add yep. it again. Yep. Grana, cap it! 
All right. I think I'm, I'm up gonna... next, aren't I? Oh. Uh, this is well. No, this is an oh, opportunity. This is an attack at the top. Oh yeah. Okay. Never mind. Yeah. you have uh, advantage now. Perfect, because my first roll was already a one. I'm lucky. That's a um, fuck sixteen plus six. Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. D8 plus two. Uh, seven damage. Nice. Yeah, you you kill it. Kill it good. Banana, dead, dead. Wrap it, it. Um, Nice. Well, that was uh, much easier than our encounter with Franklin yesterday. As you are uh, standing in here, uh, sort of like, ah, yes, we did it. A a glowing pink rectangle appears, and you hear somebody talking uh, who goes, All right, darlings, I'm back. So they haven't gotten back to me yet. So I'm thinking we're going to do the uh, lycanthropy thing. Uh, And you see Desri start to walk through this dimension door. Ah, fuck. (laughs) No. Uh, Can I grab the grapple immediately? She's not fully in here yet, but yeah, you can can start the charge. (laughs) I'm going to start running towards that and like getting ready to fucking wrap her ass up. Because nobody fucking threatens to take souls around me, and especially not people who fucking fall with me souls. I'm getting ready to wrap her fucking ass up, and I'm going to take care of business. Okay. Uh, give me a second. Well, we, uh, took care to of all the, we, we took care of all the drugs, so might as well take care of her next, right? <laughs> she was next on the list. <laughs> so if you want to do the grapple. You gotta do a contest. Yeah, happily. What kind of contest? Strength. Don't even, I thought so. Fuck yeah, happily, dude. All right. Um, that three contest is gonna be a twenty-two. Okay. Uh she got a nineteen, so you still win. Fuck yeah. Wrapping her up. Remember me? Unfortunately. I see you brought your friends too. Well, nice place you've you got here. Be. Well, it doesn't matter that you've found this place. I've got a warehouse full of drugs ready to move on this town for you to yeah, trade we, like uh, this. We oh, sent God. Franklin up north. Franklin's not uh, Franklin's not working for you anymore. Uh, she's going to roll an insight check, uh, and she goes, Well, the least you could do is uh, let me fight in our caves so we don't ruin the karaoke bar, don't you think? Mm, no. All right. You're, it's on your hands if innocent people out there die. Yeah, I think I'm willing to take that particular risk. Gobi, go pull the fire alarm. Actually, great idea. Tell everyone to run. Okay, he runs out uh, and she goes, uh, that's fine. I didn't like him anyway. <laughs> that rude? Gobi ever gonna, do to you? He's going to roll a persuasion check to also, convince she- this bar full of people to leave. She's really annoying me. Can I, like, give her, like, a little bit of a tighter arm bar? Like, I'm not liking this. Like, I'm pissed. Sure. I mean, it doesn't do anything different Tight. other than she knows you're, like, grappling her harder. Goddamn um, right I am. That's just all I wanted her to know. Uh, Gobi got a 19. Oh, fuck uh, yeah, Gobi! So, yeah, everybody, uh, you hear people start to, like, file out. You hear the person who was in charge of the karaoke being like, wait, wait, but, um... What? And Gobi goes, uh, like, you hear Gobi be like, we can deal with this later. Uh, and uh, Gobi is going to escort everyone outside. That's going to take two to four rounds. Let's see. That's going to take uh, three rounds. 
Nice. Okay, everybody go ahead and roll initiative. I got a 19 Fair. plus 3 is 22. 7 or a 6. I'm going to take the 7. Yeah, wow. <laughs> That's a 12 for me. I'm getting a lot of 12s today. Yeah, it's interesting. All right. Hell yeah, crew. 